welcome to Kessler Foundation's Fellows on the Go podcast series. I'm Joan Banks-Smith, host, editor, and producer of this podcast. I met with Dr. Silvana Costa, former Chief Fellow, and our current Chief Fellow, Erica Weber, and talked about the Foundation's fellowship program and what to expect as a research fellow here. Kessler Foundation's fellowship program has been around since 1999, and past fellows include Drs. Abhijit Das, Director of Medical Rehabilitation and Neurorehabilitation at the Institute of Neurosciences in India, Alison Cernich, Director of the National Center for Medical Rehabilitation Research in Bethesda, Maryland, and our very own Nancy Chevrolati, Director of Neuropsychology, Neuroscience, and Traumatic Brain Injury Research here at Kessler Foundation. A number of our fellows have gone on to research and teaching positions at universities such as Penn State, Columbia University, NYU, Drexel, Montclair State, and many other academic institutions nationally and internationally. Let's listen in. Today, we are fortunate enough to have two of our fellows with us, Dr. Silvana Costa, who is our chief fellow. She has been with Kessler Foundation for the last three years. And her primary research is on multiple sclerosis and the cognition and information processing. We also have Dr. Erica Weber. Dr. Weber has been with the Kessler Foundation for just about a year, and she will be moving into the chief fellow position very shortly. Her research is a theory-based driven cognition and behavioral interventions to improve neurocognitive defects and functional outcomes in individuals with traumatic brain injury. Let's start this off, Dr. Costa, with your thoughts. At Kessler Foundation, we have a fellowship program that it's a little different from a lot of other programs because we have a structure and it's more organized than what you normally see on other research centers. Um, So we have a couple of uh, formal activities, formal training and learning um, that are available to all the fellows. So the chief fellow one organize and um, administers all these formal um, learning opportunities. For example, we have the didactics, that it's um, it's a course that happens every two weeks uh, where um, fellows from the foundation are exposed to the research and the development within the foundation and also um, research and careers um, from other um, former postdoctoral fellows. So, for example, we have people coming um, who are working different sites uh, once in a while coming to talk with the postdocs, um, discussing about career development, um, job interviews, uh, those kinds of things. So first, the chief fellow is the person who organized these formal um, training at for the, the fellowship. It is also the bridge between the fellows and the fellowship committee. So um, we have a group of scientists uh, that are responsible for the fellowship program, um, who evaluate the program, who evaluate the work of the fellows. Um, so the the chief fellow is the bridge between the fellows and these committee that organize and administers all the, the fellowship. Now, if I were interested at applying for a fellowship position, what type of background do I need before I can even submit an application? Uh, that's a great question. 
Um, so the fellows group are very heterogeneous and it's very related with the lab where you're going to work. So at Kessler Foundation, we have several uh, labs with different research methods, research um, focus. Um, we have fellows coming from educational psychology, neuropsychology, uh, biomedical engineer, um, physics, um, because the neuroscience is a multidisciplinary uh, field, our fellowship program is also multidisciplinary. So um, we have fellows from different backgrounds um, working with us. So the background, it's not, I think, almost any kind of background, as long as it's like neuroscience related and has something related with the the research under development at Kessler Foundation, it would be a good fit here. Fellows are appointed to a particular research lab, depending on what type of research mm -hmm. they'll be doing, and typically a two-year period. We have Erica Weber, PhD with us. Erica comes from San Diego State University. What has been your experience, Erica, because you're next in line to be chief also. Indeed I am. <laughs> um, so what has been your experience getting here to fill a particular slot and then to do your type of research? Bringing up the requirements of the program has actually attracted me to the program in the first place, that there's a big emphasis on grantsmanship. So how well can a young research scientist learn how to get their own independent research funding? And that's kind of the name of the game once you're an independent scientist. So as a part of the fellowship, they want you to be able to walk through each part of the research process. So that includes starting up your own study, collecting your own data, working with our institutional review board to make sure the research is sound and protects all of our human participants, and then also producing that data for the the scientific community. So that means publishing in, uh, in journals that are reviewed by other scientists, pub, uh, presenting at national and international conferences. So these are things that as a fellow, we're required to make sure that we have completed by the end of our tenure, but also there are different benchmarks throughout the years or throughout the fellowship. So for example, needing to publish at least one paper per year. But the grantsmanship focus, I think was the big seller for me because as a upcoming, uh, as a, uh, as an aspiring research scientist, I want to make sure that I can one day run my own lab and be able to, to get funding and carry research studies through to fruition. So as part of the research fellowship, we're required to submit our own individual grants. And uh, one of the big goals for fellows is to try to secure funding through the National Institutes of Health. And that's kind of typically the gold standard for most research scientists. So that's my big project this week that I'm putting in a grant. So if I look a little hairy, that may be why. <laughs> I think it's uh, also to add to what Erica just said, um, in contrast with other research institutions in our area, uh, we've been very um, successful in terms of getting grants, not only scientists, but also postdocs. So we have a long history of getting um, grants as postdocs here, which I think um, it is very good. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, it speaks for the program. Yep. So now you're next in line to be chief. Mm -hmm. I have some big shoes to fill, but I'm looking (laughs) forward to the opportunity. That's great, right? (laughs) Yep. Are we going to make any major changes? Free ice cream on on Friday. There we go. <laughs> no, but Sylvan is handing over this fellowship program in uh, in stellar shape. It's um, it's she's made a lot of changes as she came in to make sure that the didactics program is really what um, between the fellows and the committee what we feel like is going to be most relevant. So I really hope to continue that mindset of finding really what works for our fellows and what's going to propel them forward in their future mm-hmm. career. So I know one um, one uh, uh, change that was made to the didactics program was to add in a career development series. So uh, over the, my tenure here so far, we've heard from a number of recent fellow graduates who have talked about their experience in their current career. So we've heard from individuals who are currently tenured professors in academia, one from uh, who is currently working in a pharmaceutical company. And this has got a lot of potential to grow as our fellows move on to new and exciting places. And that way it gives our current fellows an idea of what's out there for them in their future because even though the fellowship program is great, we also want to move on with our careers at some point and figuring out how best to do that and making those connections within the scientific community. So adding facets like that to the fellowship program as we see fit is something I, I look to continue to do as well. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, ladies, is there anything that, uh, in addition, you'd like to share with us about your just overall experience, you as chief, you moving to chief, (laughs) and just being a fellow here at Kessler Foundation? I think one thing I really enjoy about the program is the fact that not only is it structured and formalized and will best prepare me for training in a rehabilitation field, but it's very individualized so that we meet regularly with our mentors and not only our primary mentor, but we have a a collection of mentors and develop an individualized plan of what we want to be doing. So it's not necessarily a program in a box. It's really tailored to exactly what you feel you will need for your future career based on your previous experiences. And I think that has a lot of potential to help drive individuals careers um in a in a very positive fashion and helps you keep motivated because you're doing things that you've decided are are important Mm -hmm. to you in your career um but i think it's just been a a great fit overall and not only the um the work being conducted at kessler being the caliber that it is but also the caliber of our research fellows so it's been great to be able to have a uh, cohort of of other like-minded individuals who are really passionate about rehabilitation research and who are collaborative and um, we're all kind of banded in it together in the experience. Well, fantastic. Well, I wish you ladies the best, uh, Silvana, as you move forward. Are you Thanks. staying with the foundation or are you moving on elsewhere? Can you talk about that or no? 
Sure. Um, so yes, I am staying uh, for another year. Oh, okay. um, so one of the, as we've been talking, one of the um, biggest um, work of as a postdoc is apply for grants, and I was fortunate enough to um, to to be awarded a couple of them. So now I'm continue for another year uh, to complete my um, grant uh, that were awarded. Oh, fantastic. Well, we look forward to uh, hearing some of your results. Thanks. <laughs> and Dr. Weber, we uh, look forward to uh, interviewing you again and finding out how things are going as chief. Yes, hopefully uh, we're, we're still on the up and up by that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you will be. <laughs> well, thanks for coming by. Great. Thanks so thanks. much, Jody. For more information about Kessler Foundation's postdoctoral fellowship program or to apply, click on the links within the description of this podcast. To learn more about our scientists and the research of Kessler Foundation, go to www.kesslerfoundation.org. That's www.kesslerfoundation.org.